Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for spiritual conversation with enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. What is hypnoregression? And what can it teach us about our past lives and our current and maybe future ones? Bren Blankenship joins me today to talk about revisiting certain times in your soul's history and how that can bring insight and release blockages that might be affecting you now. Are you ready to meet her? Bren Blankenship is the author of The Limitless Soul, Hypnoregression Case Studies into Past, Present, and Future Lives. She's a certified master hypnotherapist, internationally known instructor and author, and she's the founder and executive director of the Braith Center in North Carolina. Bren is the creator of Soul Expression Spiritual Regression. She's also a hypnosis instructor. She's taught internationally, and her certification courses in the U.S. draw students from around the world. Find out more about Bren and her work at brenblankenship.com. Bren, welcome to Out of the Fog. Thank you so much for having me on. Now, you discovered the power of hypnosis while you were working as an actor. How did that happen? And tell the story of that. Okay. Well, um, we were in an acting class and one of the coaches that I worked with used what he called relaxation. And I didn't know until years later that that was actually hypnosis. And he would put us in this progressive relaxation to help relax the muscles, free the body. And then he would lead us on a journey, seeing ourselves, um, auditioning, getting the part, being on the set, celebrating, you know, all of that, leading us on a journey of success. And it wasn't until later that when I got into hypnosis as a profession that I realized I've been doing this for a long time. In fact, I've, I've been doing this even before acting, but I didn't know that that's what it was because hypnosis can take many forms. What is it that drew you to regression? Well, I've always had an interest in reincarnation. Ever since I was little, I used to wonder, where do we come from? I would go to church, and I can remember being as young as four years old, and the preacher would talk about life everlasting, and, you know, in church, I was all ears. I wanted to know what, you know, what they're talking about, what this means, and so we would come out of church, and he would look at me, and, you know, my mom was standing there with me, and he would say, well, what did you think about the service today, honey? And I, you know, he would ask me if I had any questions. So I would ask him where we come from. And my mother would look like she wanted to just crawl under the steps of the church. <laughs> and, um, you know, I didn't get a solid answer. I wanted to, I was serious. I wanted to know where we come from because he was talking about life everlasting. So if we go somewhere, we must come from somewhere. And it wasn't until I was doing this work years later that I realized that I'm answering that question that I had when I was very young. And I should also mention too, my dad was a hypnotherapist. He, he used to talk to us about the power of the mind. Now he didn't practice and have a practice like I do, but 
He used it for self um, self hypnosis, um, you know, redirecting thoughts, keeping a positive outlook, that sort of thing. And um, so I, I, I kind of got this from him. When you are working with someone and doing a regression, what is that? I understand that it means going backwards, but how um, how do you know what the person is? I guess you don't know what they're going to experience, but how do you know what's going to come up or what, how is it decided what the person's going to be experiencing? Well, that's the thing about this work. You don't know, you know, the con you can talk to them consciously in the intake prior to starting the session. And, um, you know, they can tell you where they thought their issue began. And then as we go into that deeper state, that's when they're able to go back to where the issue began. And it could be current life. It could be past life where, let's say, a fear of cats began. Um, you know, I had someone recently that had a fear of cats, and she didn't know that it came from a past life. She thought it was current life when she was saying this to me. However, it, um, it came up in a past life where she was a cat tamer, a lion tamer in Africa. She was a he back then. And one of the cats, um, out of instinct, swiped her too hard, killed her. She died. And that was just one of several issues with cats that has turned into a fear of cats in current life. Now, she was in my office for a regression. And um, so we were able to explore it. But she really didn't believe that it was from a past life at that point. Uh, so you just, you don't know exactly where it's going to go. And sometimes it goes exactly where you thought. But most time it goes somewhere that you're surprised by what it reveals. That sounds like life, doesn't it? Um, yes. <laughs> you think you know where you're headed and most of the time, no, no, not really. That, um, I was interested in your work as an actor and about hypnosis because imagination, at least as I understand it, is such an important way of how we connect to spirit, how we connect with our intuition. And it's also how we create, right? So we create from the imagination. Without that, we can't think of anything different. As yes. you're working with clients, is there a way to know or feel into what part of what they report is imagination and what part is actual reporting of literal circumstances from a past life? Well, yes. Um, you know, it's difficult to measure unless you've experienced this type of session. So when someone has a regression, um, they are pulling up great detail. They are tying in um, they're tying details to circumstances, to feelings, and there's a thread that starts to evolve throughout the story. Now, if someone were to make that up, because sometimes, you know, clients will ask after the session that was I making that up, that was too wild. And I'll, I'll say to them, close your eyes. I want you to tell me about a lifetime in Canada. You're, um, um, you're in the Northern Territory, and it's the 1700s, go. <laughs> and I want you to give me great detail, right? And, you know, they can't give you anything, or they could give you one or two things, but they can't give you the detailed storyline that is consistent with clients that are in regression. Oh, I love that. And that's, and what a great way to then help them experience the truth of what they've reported. That puts the power right back in their hands. It's not you saying, yes, darling, I know it's real because I'm a professional. It's you saying, well, how does that feel? 
exactly. does it. That's, oh, that's really good. And I'm telling them, you know, I explained to them, I am intuitive. However, in that, in the session, it, it heightens my intuition to know what kinds of questions to ask, but I'm not a psychic. I am not reading them. I'm putting them in a space where they can read themselves. And, you know, the information is coming from them through them about themselves. You said in the book that past life regression, that term is not necessarily accurate because lives aren't always lived in chronological order. And about that time, there was a little sound in my head exploded. What can you, (laughs) what can you say more about that? Yes. So, um, there are times when I've guided client clients back to a most recent past life and they've gone to a time in caveman times, or they've gone to a time in the 1600s. And I've asked of their guides, once we got into the life, to the end of it, to the review with the guides, I've asked, you know, why was that the case? And with consistency, they would say, lifetimes are not linear. They are not lived in the order that we that we know them in our history books. So a most recent lifetime could have been in caveman times. So it's about what the client needs to experience, right? Whatever they need to experience coming in. So there's something about that caveman lifetime that was going to give them what they need for the, for that, for that experience. And then there may be another one in the 1600s that would give them something, another piece of the theme. So perhaps they're working on a theme of trust. And by those experiences as the caveman, they learn to trust and they learn to work with their instincts to stay out of harm's way. And then there's a different lifetime um, where they're learning about trust by not being able to trust what's happening around them. Um, it could maybe, so maybe it's a more intellectual lifetime where they're um, working in circumstances where they're thinking and interacting with others and they're having to learn how to trust by not being able to trust people that have betrayed them. So they could be, um, they could, they could be lived out of order, but the theme could be similar through the thread throughout those lifetimes could be the same. That's fascinating to me because we live in this incarnation. We live in chronological time. Everything we're doing is, is kind of driven by that. It's part of that, what I call in my work, the incarnational paradox, right? Limitless beings in limited circumstances. And yet outside our box, it sounds like all bets are off. Um, <laughs> right, right. You can zip in and out of that. Oh, that's very cool. So you've had people connect with future lifetimes as well, right? Yes. So, um, sometimes in their sessions, the guides will come in and explain, um, the thread that they're working on, or perhaps they're finishing up something in their current life that will lead them now to a different, um, thread theme series of events that they will work through in future lives. And the guides will come in and talk about that. Um, You know, sometimes in great detail, sometimes not great detail, but to let them know that 
they're not done working on this theme, there's more to go, or perhaps that they are done and they'll learn something. Um, there was one, one story that's coming to mind in the book was about someone that had been working with leadership and his guides um, took him through several lifetimes of leadership as um, a leader, as a leader behind the scenes, as a actually being in the military as a leader, as a um, retired school teacher who helped lead by helping the children behind the scenes. But she was an organizer too. She organized PTA meetings and, you know, was very instrumental in that. And then the guides came in and presented him in the spirit world with a robe of, it was the most extraordinary description of color and um, pattern and just great detail about this robe and what it represented was that he was advancing to the next level. And he, after our sessions, was going to be moving more into an artistic theme, which was the opposite of this strict military life that he had had in current life. And he would be working from an artist's angle with color and light and pattern and um, that was the beginning of that next step of the journey. You're listening to Out of the Fog with Karen Hager. I'm talking with Bren Blankenship. Her new book is The Limitless Soul, Hypnoregression Case Studies into Past, Present, and Future Lives. You can find out more about Bren and her work at brenblankenship.com. That's B-R-Y-N-B-L-A-N-K-I-N-S-H-I-P, brenblankenship.com. Can you say something about the guides who are um, in your work? Are there guides who accompany people through more than one incarnation? Yes. So there are guides and then there are also the Soul Advisory Council. And so guides, you may have a couple that are, let's say they're assigned to you, for lack of a better term, but they're assigned to you throughout your lifetimes. And then as you're working on different things, your guides may change in and out. So there can be a time where a guide may leave because you finished with something and another guide may come in and help you with a new skill set. So for an example, we often see that with my students when they're working, that guides have come in to join them to help them with hypnosis and regression past life regression, um, because that's the specialty work that they're learning. And they help them with the details, you know, the hands-on work that we're doing here. And then you have the Soul Advisory Council, who are also with you throughout your lifetimes. They're the ones that help you plan your incarnations and what you're coming in to do. And they help with the bigger picture, where, you know, your, your individual guides, singular or plural, um, tend to work with detail. And each one has their their element that they work with you on. What do you think happens when we pass from this life, when we drop this body that we're in right now? Well, when we drop this body, it's not the end. So our soul, our spirit continues on, and it goes to a place in the cosmic realms where... It's an expanded space. It's a place of light, but there's a great deal of activity there. So while you're there, 
you are greeted, often you're greeted by loved ones, welcomed in. Sometimes you're greeted by a guide. And then there's a healing space that, um, like light showers that can wash over the the soul to help cleanse any karmic implant, imprints from the life just lived and to help just free up any anything they're carrying forward as they're moving into that lighter space in the spirit world. And then we have life review. So we have a, a review of our, our current life at the end of this. You know, we will all have a review when we get there. Is that life review something to be worried about? I'm just, as you say life review, I'm thinking of the things <laughs> I might rather not look at ever again. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I know it's, that's a loaded question. You know, um, it's, it's not to be worried about, you know, they know that it's difficult here on earth. They know there are lots of experiences and we come down with a plan. However, there are times where we're not able to achieve all that we set out to do because we took, we took on more than we are able to accomplish. And then there are other times we were able to accomplish what we set out to do and then more so. So, um, when we're greeted and, you know, meet with, um, soul advisory council and guides, they're very compassionate. They, they understand and they will help us to know what we can improve on. They will give us guidance that way. And they may scold us a little bit, but not usually. Usually it's, um, you know, they, they, they see it as, um, an honor that we come down here and do what we do as humans. And the way I interpret it through my work is that it's a partnership. We're working with them. We plan it out there and then we come down to earth to experience it. And then sometimes we forget that we have help. You know, we get here and we that connection gets broken or we forget that help is available. But when you can ask for guidance and then begin to look at the signs and see that it's being revealed to you, then you can start to develop that intuition and have that stronger sense of soul guidance or guidance from your guide, um, your team, your spiritual team, as I call them, so that you, you, you can find your way through while you're here. In the book, you talk about soul-minded living. Is this what you mean, that we are living intentionally and living in partnership with spirit? Yes. Yes. And so there are exercises in the book with each chapter. So I go into a couple of case studies throughout the book, um, giving the clients experience. And in doing that, it allows the reader to, to consider their own place in the world as they're seeing it through the perspective of the, of the client's eyes. And then at the end of each of those chapters, I have soul-minded exercises for the reader to um, to begin to awaken to their own soul's guidance so that they can see that they have it. You know, perhaps they can't get in for a session or maybe it's in preparation for a session. But it's these are things that they can do at home on a daily basis to help them connect and feel stronger within themselves. You know, because your your soul is an as an eternal being, your soul has knowledge and wisdom of all of your incarnations, and this is available to you if needed. So you come in with what you need. You come in 
um, with gifts for what you'll need for this current incarnation. And you don't come in with the things that you don't need. But things are in, um, as one guide called it, um, the birthday suit. You know, it's in your birthday suit when you're born, um, that invisible suit that's part of us that we can tap into and utilize at different points along our progression in our lifetimes. What about the things that happen to us in this life that are not, um, that are difficult or seem cruel? What about trauma or violence or things that, that don't feel like kind of, I'm doing this for my soul's good. What about that? Did we then choose that as we came in? We did. There's an agreement that takes place and there's learning on all sides even through violence, even through trauma, you know, there is learning on all sides, the victim and the, um, the perpetrator. Um, there are times where it is karmic because in a past life, that per the roles were reversed, but it's not always the case. So just because someone was a victim this time doesn't mean that they were the victim of that same person in a previous life. There's learning on each side. And um, there's a great deal of compassion, you know, for a soul to, to agree to play that role, because we come down and we play roles. So, you know, we were speaking of being an actor. And, you know, we play different parts in these different movies or plays. Well, when we incarnate, we incarnate with our soul group. These, these, this group of souls that we play different parts to help one another advance and learn through those experiences. So sometimes these roles are to help you, to benefit you, and sometimes that we play the roles, like supporting roles for others with what they're coming in to do. And there can also be companion groups. Um, you know, you have your core group that you incarnate with, and then you have other groups that have agreements to work on the same thing with you. So they're like your primary group. And then there are others that, um, you know, that are helping us with the same themes, the same lessons. Kind of like the world's biggest repertory company. And we yes. just are pulling things <laughs> out of the costume box and just getting dressed and playing our different roles. I love that. I know we only have a couple minutes left. I'd love to to know what soul expression, spiritual regression is. This is your practice. This is something that you developed. What is this and how is it different from what other people are doing? So soul expressions, spiritual regression, the acronym for that is assessor, assessor, mm -hmm. assessment, like an assessment or a review of one's current life. And in doing this, it's working in the spirit world um, it's deeper than a past life regression and it works to magnify one's soul's energy in their current mind and body. So I, I developed this through thousands of session hours with hypno regression clients. And what was happening is very early on in my career, although I had studied with Roger Wolger, Michael Newton, um, um, several others, Brian Weiss, my session started Although I followed the format that I had been taught for Life Between Lives, my sessions started popping into this other space in the spirit world. 
And there's so much activity. There's so much going on in the spirit world. And what was starting to happen with my clients is they were bringing in more of their soul's energy and had more clarity. And even if I would try to direct it a certain way, it's like their guides and their spiritual team had another plan. And so it was still working in that space and they were getting their answers, but they were coming in different ways. And the thing about that is um, the Cesar session is like a current life review that allows from the soul level of the mind, allows the client to identify and review their past and future simultaneously. So this is coming from the perspective of current life with direct guidance from their soul and spiritual team to help the client find and follow their soul's guidance. Wow. And along with doing that, they're identifying negative patterns created throughout many incarnations, and it's helping them to move through their issues more quickly, and it's allowing them direct access to themselves. So in doing that, it's empowering, it's, it builds confidence, you know, they're able to trust themselves, you know, because fear is a big thing. When I was acting, the reason I went to um, to a regressionist to, was to work through some of my own fears in that field. And overcoming fear helps you to stay in the present moment and focus on your most immediate steps towards your goals that you have for now. Because your most important life is the one that you're in. How can the listeners connect with you, find out more about your work, get their hands on that book? Um, they can, um, there are copies available on Amazon of the limitless soul and, um, they can reach me at my website, um, www.brenblankenship.com. There's a contact form there if they'd like to. And I'm in Wilmington, North Carolina. I do sessions at the Braith Center and there, it's not a drop-in kind of place. It's by appointment only. Um, but it's a very beautiful property with wetlands and um, just it's a very rich place with wildlife and really cool place. Mm. It sounds beautiful. Bren, thank you so much for being on the program and for sharing some of your perspective with the listeners. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much for having me on. That's Bren Blankenship. Her new book is The Limitless Soul, Hypnoregression Case Studies into Past, Present, and Future Lives. And you can find out more at brenblankenship.com. Now I'm going to spell it. You ready? It's B-R-Y-N-B-L-A-N-K-I-N-S-H-I-P, brenblankenship.com. And of course, you're always welcome over at KarenHager.com. It's a good place to find out about upcoming classes and events, see what's happening in my world, see what's coming up on the radio show as well. And of course, you can always book a private session with me there if you are so inclined. And thank you for listening today. Together, we are spreading a little more light in the world. And a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace. Peace.